progressivism in action, the PRO Act, unions, progressive political vehicles. One-party rule, eliminate the right-to-work states. To bolster their one-party rule prospects, the progressive pigs are sneaking the PRO Act, the Protecting the Right to Organize Act, and the Build Back Better Reconciliation Bill to make unionization easier and to eliminate right-to-work states. Union thugs are the lifeblood of the progressive party, providing them with money, organization, voting blocks, worker armies, poll watchers, muscle, and protesters, among others. A provision in the PRO Act includes AB5, which would force private contractors like Uber and truck drivers to unionize. It also gives the IRS the authority to determine who is a private contractor and who is an employee. The PRO Act was passed in the House without debate, by voice vote, and now is pending in the Senate. To bolster union control in his state, Governor Newsom passed AB5, which resulted in independent truckers fleeing the state, drastically reducing the number of truckers and contributing to our supply chain issues. Newsom laws like AB5 are forcing all businesses to flee the state. The Hoover Institute found that California businesses are leaving the state at twice last year's 2020 rate. From 2009 to 2019, some 18,000 businesses left California. Eight out of ten Americans oppose compulsory unions, but what does that matter? Party over country, comrade. Of the 154 million people working today, only 7% in the private sector are unionized compared to 36% of those working in government, which gives the unions about 9% of the workforce. Government union workers account for about one-third of all U.S. union workers. Bureaucrats and government unions are typically anti-Trump, lean far left, and cheer for big government, big government spending, and high taxes because they feed at the big government trough. This might be why Biden recently announced his plans to dramatically increase the pay and benefits of union bureaucrats, even though their salary and benefits are already way above the average private sector compensation and they can't be fired. According to the Bureau of Economic Statistics, between 2001 and 2016, economic growth in non-right-to-work states was 15% compared to 28% in right-to-work states. Recognizing the advantages of capital and labor partnerships, over half of the states have now become right-to-work states. The Reconciliation Bill eliminates right-to-work states and restarts unions by forcing right-to-work states to pay union dues that find their way into the progressive Marxist party's pockets and keeps them in power. Unions like the teachers' unions are political vehicles for the progressive Marxist party. They no longer believe in teaching or in labor forces. They believe in universal income and government welfare and teach the principles of Marx, Mao, and Xi. Proven labor satisfaction and success under right to work doesn't matter. Party over country, comrade, is the only thing that matters. To strengthen the progressive voting bloc, Biden, in a controversial firing, recently removed two members of the Independent National Labor's Relation Board and replaced them with activist Jennifer Abruzzo, the lead attorney for the Communication Workers of America Union. Now in charge of litigation for the National Labor Relations Board, she wants to eliminate the secret ballot in favor of card check, a non-secret ballot that intimidates people to sign up for unions. Card check is a one-party rule power grab that eviscerates secret ballot union elections, which the progressives have dreamed about for years and who have clandestinely inserted in the Build Back Better Reconciliation Bill. The Labor Board was established in 1938 by Progressive President Franklin Roosevelt to grab power by federalizing U.S. labor policy.